0: Hello, Purpose Humans! Hello! And welcome back to another episode of Purpose. Yes! Now, just to recap, Purpose seeks to reimagine what it means to be fulfilled. And we are on this beautiful discussion on passion
1: passion. We're on episode three, and today we'll be talking about steps to putting your passion into action.
0: Exactly. Now, we have been talking about passion for the last two episodes, beginning with first answering the question of what we are passionate about and why we are passionate about it. In our last episode discussion, Jenny had the opportunity to talk and speak with Tom Tolman. They talked about a lot of things, you know, really diving into the subject of passion and really this idea of how to develop your passion. The question I want you to think about in moving forward is what will move you from a place of complacency to a proactive position? So today we are going to share our thoughts on how to put it all together, but more importantly, the best way to align your passion with your purpose. We are talking about the steps. We are talking about application and really applying the concept into real action and in real time. I think it's important to start by planting the seed of an idea that it is never too late to start over. Passion is sort of that underlying protagonist of our story that remains above the low floating cloud of normality within our lives. I think going back to slowly implementing into everyday life, it should be acknowledged that passion is something you develop throughout your lifetime. You don't just sit around at work or at home and bam, you develop a passion for painting or writing or whatever it may be. I think it is incredibly important to be in tune with your life and surroundings. We've all heard the idea to follow your passion and you will become happier. You'll become healthier doing what you love. Now we'll provide some steps to make that a journey, a reality. Right, Jenny?
1: Awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I think we should just start with, you know, what we've been talking about, which is how do you find your passion within specifically hidden opportunity? Mm -hmm. So many people, I think, mistake that finding your passion means pick your interest early on and stick to it. Yeah.
0: Like, Like, what is it that you like to do?
1: Yeah. It's like ingrained in us since we're like little kids they ask you what do you want to do when you grow up you know Mm -hmm. you feel like you have to have the answer but i think it's more of a constant search for the things that make your soul alive and to pursue them diligently
0: i love it i think an important aspect of this process is to fully embrace digging deep right really understanding that you need to fully embrace what excites you in life. You know, hidden opportunities are not what we think it is. You know, they're not behind the secret door that you gotta you gotta find in the secret mansion. No, it's it's evident in your everyday life. Right. Things that people come to you for advice exactly. on. You know, such as photography, for example. If I knew that um, I was interested in photography, you know, because I saw someone doing it. And they're just so good at it. I'm just gonna be like, okay, that's, yeah, that might be something that I can be actually good at. Yeah. And so, hidden opportunities really allows you to take a step back and dig deeper into what excites you in life.
1: Right. And it doesn't have to be, you know, we talked about gifts and talents, which is one way of finding your passion, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you're already good at. You can develop passion it is a developed skill yes and it can change over time
0: i think if in the event you come up with no precise direction or maybe some you know everything that you are looking around trying to find your passion is not really clicking i think it's important for people to you know like again take a step back and try asking yourself questions like Like I mentioned earlier, what what do people come to me for, you know, or maybe what did I enjoy as a child, you know, to kind of re-spark that interest once again.
1: Exactly. And I've actually been thinking a lot about that in my personal life. Um, I used to cut up these magazines. I was obsessed with magazines, like fashion magazines when I was a kid. (laughs) And I would just cut them up and I would like make my own magazine and like, I'd, like, take glue and make my own magazine uh-huh. out of the pieces, and I was just thinking about that and how I've kind of gone into that field with fashion editorial work
0: mm-hmm. my photography. Yes, yes. And
1: it just reminded me that I have had this passion from since when I was, like, six or seven. Yes. <laughs> Which is really interesting.
0: I can't. I can't even imagine what I was doing when I was six or seven. Yeah. I know it wasn't fashion edit, <laughs> fashion edit but for I'm me, sure yeah, you're running around. you know, just <laughs> since we're in this topic of discussion, I mean, for me, I really enjoyed spending my free time snorkeling, fishing. So that's kind of like correlated to what I'm passionate about, you know, mm-hmm. and what I'm pursuing now. So it, it's kind it of, kind of all makes sense. Yeah, and it's not in a necessarily... strange. Way.
1: Yeah, it's not necessarily like straightforward because yours is environmentalism, mm-hmm. mine's photography, but it still is intertwined into what we've always loved to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so okay. So step one, Step one. find the hidden hit opportunity. Okay. All right. Moving forward to step two.
1: Step two is look past all of the challenges. That's a
0: hard one. Yes, it that's is. That's a really, that's a huge barrier for a lot of people to right. even begin. Pursuing something they are passionate about.
1: I think that is actually the biggest barrier. And this is where people get stuck. In research and in my own personal life, I think that taking a leap of faith is really the key here.
0: With uh, step two? With step two. It is. It is. It really, I think there's one word that could sum it all up for step two. Look past your barriers is that one word is begin. Start. Start from somewhere. Start from where you are. Right does that make sense
1: yeah definitely and I think that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it does I but I mean
1: the way I see it is that it's you know you are led by your purpose
0: exactly in... purpose yeah going back to purpose
1: led by your purpose exactly. and that is what will motivate you every day to get up and
0: seek out those challenges begin. face it face it right in the face be like hey Let's begin type of thing.
1: Let's begin. And
0: it's exciting. I don't know for you. It excites me because like any sort of challenge or obstacle motivates me personally. And I look forward to it because it allows me to grow. It allows me to further my passion, develop it more, shape it. And it also simultaneously shapes me as an individual. So for me, it's like a Mm win-win. So, I mean... Yeah, step three, I think it's, I think it's probably the part of the process where it requires a lot of energy, discipline, and really um, the bigger vision on where you see yourself pursuing this passion. Step three talks about planning your progression.
1: Right. And so where to begin with this, I think, is to set a long term goal. Mm hmm like a giant vision.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, and really, yeah, a huge, almost unattainable. It seems like a dream if that would really happen, Mm -hmm. but then to break it down into small achievable goals, like really, really going through. And the way I do it is I do a lifetime goal. Then I do my 10 year goals. Then Mm -hmm. I do five year goals. Then Mm. I do one year goals and I break it down by weeks,
0: by weeks, by months and then weeks. I was like, And then
1: days. And so within each day, like, and it sounds like it would take forever, but you can literally do this in one day. Okay. Just open a Word doc and start with lifetime goals and just Just keep breaking it it down.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think putting it into context, I probably have a good example is when I was preparing for my first 5K race. Um, You know, it's something completely new. Uh, I was diving into this whole, hey, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to work on my cardio, I'm going to exercise. And I thought a 5K was like the cream of the crop. Like that was the perfect challenge for me to undertake. And so, you know, preparing for it. I mean, it was months ahead, but, you know, it's not like lifetime ahead. It was months ahead and it required a lot of milestone sort of notifications. You know how you get notifications on your on your phone, like, hey, new message. For me, it was like, hey. Get your butt up and let's go running, whether it be five in the morning, five in the evening, whatever the case may be. um, It was always about progressing. So for me, setting a long term goal was the 5K, completing the 5K, uh, broke it down to small achievable goals. So whether it be I'm going to do a mile within this amount of time, the next week I'm going to do two miles within this amount of time, the next week I'm going to do that one mile again with a different Time, shorter time, you know, and so it's a progressive development on really crafting, mastering your craft, almost so to speak.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good analogy, you know, thinking of planning your progression with your passion as a marathon and not a sprint. Mm, And that's true. You know, I think that a lot of people um, struggle to maintain their passion for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to have a good reason behind it, to have that purpose lead you and guide you and and sustain you. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you, like in this journey for your 5K, you know your purpose. What was your purpose here?
0: To complete the 5K. To complete the 5K. Yeah. And
1: that was something that was important to you. It was. It was. There was a deeper meaning behind that, and.
0: I needed to dig deep.
1: You had to tap into that every single day.
0: Yes. All right. So step one, find the opportunity. Step two was start, literally. Um, Look past the challenges. Step three is planning the progression. Step four, I think it's, wow, investing and prioritizing. This is where discipline plays a huge role um, because you are needing to adhere to your own standards your own um overall i guess idea on how you want to invest your time manage your time prioritize your uh goals within the passion um so it's huge
1: uh discipline My favorite subject.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You do so good with discipline, don't you? Just
1: kidding. I really struggle with this.
0: I think Um, everyone does, though. It's not a...
1: Really? Do you struggle with it? With discipline? Yeah.
0: I think I have a good handle on it. It's not the best, but I feel like... Yeah. I have a pretty good handle on it. I feel like
1: you've got a great handle on it. And I feel like I'm learning about how to be more disciplined. And how that ties into my passion. I think I kind of just... Um, believed that if if I had this vision for my photography and I just wished it hard enough that eventually one day it would all just come true um, without thinking about the actual discipline to get there.
0: Yeah I think when you become well disciplined you don't even know that you're being disciplined in pursuing things that you are passionate about.
1: Yeah I definitely think that it's important to slowly implement it into your everyday life. And like you talked about motivation and discipline Mm -hmm. is key here.
0: Exactly. And these are really just, they may not seem like a lot, but they really are significant and imperative. I feel like for anyone who wants to pursue something. So key takeaways, I mean, first step finding the hidden opportunity, looking in places, asking the right questions and really taking a step back to understand What you are passionate about, why you are passionate about it and how best to sort of move forward, you know, in pursuing that passion. Step two is exploring what interests you in developing that passion. Um, Really just beginning, not thinking about all the challenges that lie ahead, but rather the opportunities that, you know, will be provided to you. Um, Really asking the questions once again, like what excites you? Maybe it's sailing, maybe it's painting, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, volunteering, you know, whatever it may be, understand that opportunities derive from your sparked interests, especially when developing your passion. Um, step three, you know, um, really just planning your long term goal, planning goals for the sustainable long run. Pursuing your passion can sometimes become stagnant and it may potentially discourage you from fully experiencing the big picture. So understanding that you need to manage your time, manage how much energy you invest in it so that you don't get burnt out before you even reach the finish line. I think it's absolutely important. You know, step four is, of course, investing and prioritizing. Like anything else in life that you are interested in learning, investing time and prioritizing is crucial. You can't plant a seed in the soil and expect it to grow on its own. It re- it's going to require sunshine, water, and other, you know, factoring elements. But I think that being able to understand that taking the ne- necessary time to invest your energy, invest your focus, invest your efficiency or your productivity is important to really tap into the max potential of what the what this passion can offer you.
1: Right, and I think with that just to go on time i think that there is so much more time in the day than we realize and we spend so much of it like just on our phones or yeah
0: exactly or worrying about worrying
1: about like what to do next but just going for it is is really what you're talking about here so that's so cool
0: exactly and it's you know sort of to bring everything all together i think it ties into this bigger picture and that is Faith, right?
1: Right, exactly. And I found this quote that I love by Soren Kierkegaard. It's a Danish philosopher.
0: And he's
1: really interesting. But yeah, he said, Faith is the highest passion in a human being. So I really found that interesting because I think that my faith definitely drives my passion.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it is definitely intertwined with my purpose Mm -hmm. as well. So I think that these three things faith passion and purpose Mm -hmm. really go together
0: exactly and on our next episode actually we're beginning our new adventure discussing the topic of faith so that was pretty huh that was really interesting that you transitioned into that so good job good job you know one last important thing to remember is that passion is something that you develop an interest in and that we should never be too narrow-minded or else it will become in obsessive passion which hinders our ability to fully enjoy life because of the overwhelming pressure this type of passion puts on our shoulders remembering that passion is something that can change can be formed and can be shaped and also remembering why you began a particular journey is essential throughout the process to enjoy healthier and happier life you know, you began this journey for a reason. Don't get overwhelmed with all the white noise, so to speak, and just focus and zoom in on what is your calling and why are you why is your calling leading you to this specific area? Right. And it goes back to faith. And so um, I know we're pretty excited to be diving into this topic because it has played such a huge role on both of our lives and you know we're just excited to share our own personal experiences and hopefully we can hear some of yours as well